right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up today. You know why, Kev? Because we're cooling it down. That's right, bro. We're talking cool, man. <laughs> cool as cool gets. And uh, I love this guy, man. I have this guy on my radio show all the time. He's just uh, salt of the earth. And I love this dude because he's out grinding, man. He's still one of those guys that is in the thick of it. Even on his business card, it says, President, this dude is in the mix. He lives, eats, breathes, hot rods, uh, and keeping them cool. And I mean cool as far as the cab cool, not just aesthetically. You know what I'm saying? You got to have both, man. You know, you can, you can have all the threads. You can have the style. You can have the presence. But, you know, if you're sweating your ass off, man, that's not, that's not going to jive, man. That's not cool. No, nobody's going nobody's gonna, to – nobody wants to be in that position. No, man, it's, and I got a huge ass to sweat off. So I'm just going <laughs> to leave that right there. Now, look, man, one thing I'll tell you, it, there's two things in my opinion, especially with, you know, this massive resurgence. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. I adore every platform, all the crazy uh, bills that are going on right now and the world uh, explosion uh, around these older cars gaining, you know, momentum, life, um, personality, because so many people are throwing, uh, you know, LSs, Coyotes, Hemis, that's crazy Hellcat swaps into everything nowadays. So for me, I love the fact that these things are coming back to life and really Rick and his company is so essential in what he does, making all that tie together, making it look right, run right, making the, the entire, you know, Fiat system work right and getting cold air in the cab of the car. We're talking Rick from Vintage Air and today is going to be packed up, jammed up uh, with cool points because he's the man to bring them to us. I got so many of my old hot rods. I didn't, you know, I didn't look at the schedule today, bro, until earlier and I'd already moved my Hellcat Red Eye in the mix behind me uh but man i've got three or four cars out in the shop uh that thank god they've got rick's systems on and uh man if they didn't it's night and day the two biggest impacts i think you can make on an old car is an upgraded transmission instead of banging the old three gears right and also putting vintage air on it because vintage air i'm telling you man it is the premier uh, cooling system and and it just absolutely takes a ride from from a zero to a hero in a heartbeat i mean they are pretty much the only real game out there and 
AC systems for anything kind of hot rodding and customizing and all that stuff. They have every part piece. They have every expertise. They're constantly upgrading, uh, making better systems. They fit, uh, they function, and they make it cool. Uh, and, you know, it's funny because I was thinking back, um, you know, my first hot rod, I had a third gen Camaro way back in the day. And, you know, to make wow. it go faster somehow, I gutted all the AC out. You know, something was wrong with it. So instead of fixing it, stripped it out. I'm a hot rodder. I'm going to go fast. Well, it was a black car and I lived in Florida. Talk about how Ugh. smart was I, you know? Man, that's, that's talking about sweating right there. Yeah, man. Dude, 71 Dodge Charger. And, and I had the, the whole SS uh, deal, big blocks, 3-3 in it. I did the same thing. I tore the stupid, <laughs> the AC out of it. And it worked, man. That would have been such a cool car to you know keep on the road. But yeah, man, I tore it up, put a bigger big block in it. You know, all this nonsense. People forget, man, about all those creature comforts. And when you, once you get in a car that has those, along with the performance and the power that we were trying to wring out of our, you know, our mediocre big blocks, uh, it, it really is amazing. You're like, God, I, I sure miss AC. <laughs> well, it's you can tell right out of, out of the gate. You go on like a hot rod power tour. You got thousands of hot rods from all over the country, you know, cruising down two lane roads. A lot of times you're getting stuck in traffic. You're getting zero wind velocity, you know. And you can tell everybody that's got their AC and their hot rod, windows are up, man. They're, they're smiling. Everything is great. You know, they got their tunes on. And then you can see all the guys that don't have AC, their windows are down. They're just panting out the side, sweating bullets. You know, every stop you get to, they're, they're literally fatigued out from being overheated all afternoon. They don't want to hang out. They don't want to drink pops. You know, they just want to go cool no. off in their uh, hotel room or whatever and uh, that, that tells you right there the importance of AC. Rick, it's got to be one of the most common times you hear from a new consumer is after some long cruise or a day out in the hot rod, and they just couldn't take it anymore, and they're like, all right, I'm calling Vintage Air. This is the system I need. That's got to be one of the premier ways that you find new customers. Well, you know, usually when you're at a show, it's the wife or the girlfriend that's dragging the guy up to the yeah. booth saying, you know what, <laughs> you're going to take care of this or I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you want this to be a multi-person uh, activity, you need to have some AC exactly, in there. The days of being like the hound dog, like you said, Kevin, hanging, hanging the head out the window with the tongue out, you know, that's just... That's just not cool anymore. I mean, we did it as kids. You know, AC was kind of a, a special thing back then, you know, like, uh, and our parents especially. So, but we have just got accustomed to, and, you know, a lot more people are living down south where it's hotter. Um, and man, you get these hot days, you know, Midwest and up north. So, and those, even those limited times, man, being able to just reach over there and flip that lever. But hold on, we, we got to take a break now, but when we come back, Let's just let's just go over some of the reasons we thought that AC in a car was straight voodoo. It was it was evil. It was something you didn't want in your car. God, we were stupid when we were young. Just ridiculous. Um, we'll get into that here in just a second. Quick break. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie B, back after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up. We have our man, Rick. You guys got to go online. You got to check out Vintage Air, man. These guys have so many solutions to probably issues, problems, some of those hurdles that, you know, sort of finishing up that build, that platform, tying everything together, making everything run, look, and function real smooth. He's got so many answers. And the big sort of big game that he's been in for so long, and he's really changed the, the world of hot rodding, is bringing AC systems into cars that you would never expect to have an AC unit. And really, it's been amazing to watch the growth and how many people all of a sudden just got to have AC, man. <laughs> uh, it really has been something, you know, to watch, you know, you kind of you blow that market up. But so long, most of us, that was the first thing we took out. And I think it was probably, what, way to the condenser? Probably that was a big thing. You know, it robbed a little horsepower. Um, other than that, it's just stupidity. Oh, that, that pulley on the compressor. I mean, that's got to be so much drag right there. <laughs> right, <you know>? right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's cool is it doesn't matter what you have. You could have uh, a specific vehicle. You could get a SureFit kit. So you have everything you need, you know, for all the common platforms. Uh, you could do a builder series. So if you're building something wild and off the wall and maybe never had AC in it from the factory, uh, you've got all the components and pieces that you can put together, uh, a complete kit and setup. They got everything from, you know, the controls and vents and things like that for, you know, all the hot rod guys that, again, are starting from scratch. Rick, how did you start out, man? What, what was the first idea or, you know, sort of... Uh, how'd you spawn the whole thing? Well, Jack Chisenhall was our founder and he started in 1976 and, you know, living here in San Antonio, Jack kind of saw a need for air conditioning and a hot rod. And there wasn't a lot of it then, you know, you saw a hot rod air conditioned back then. It was basically parts that you got robbed out of a junkyard or an old knee knocker under dash, something like that was kind of what you saw. And, Jack rightly figured if you could basically make a system that was designed to package in a smaller car, designed to look good or be out of the way, that you could that you could really get people involved with this. And you know, back there in the '70s, guys were starting to drive a little farther to events. You know, for, for you started having street rod nationals, you started having other events that were cross country. And when you're driving cross country, having an air conditioned, comfortable vehicle. Man, that's huge in making that trip. And it's huge in getting your wife or girlfriend to come along, too. Bro, such a big player in the game, man. How many of us, you know, fought and fought to get our girls to go anywhere in our cars back in the day? And a big reason, because AC, man. You know, but there's a dude stealing your girl because he's got AC. So, yeah, <laughs> don't be a punk. Um, put AC in your car. Keep AC. And that's what's great, man. He's, you know, he saw the need for this. And really, it's been amazing just because over the years, you know, when I first, you know, used to check you guys out, you had a few skews. But my God, to see the explosion over the last, you know, decade here has just been amazing. Yeah, we've put a lot of effort into into getting coverage. And Kevin, you mentioned earlier about the SureFit kits. And I mean, we've got close to 170 different SureFit kits now, complete bulk-in system. Explain what that is, because a lot of people, they hear you know, that SureFit kit, but I don't know that they know the extent of what you guys have gone to make it look like it came from the factory of that era and that time with that car. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, our, our SureFit kits are basically systems designed for a specific vehicle. And and with that, I mean, it, it's a bolt-in system. 
uh, very little modification to the vehicle, whether it was a factory air vehicle originally or whether it was a non-air vehicle originally. We've got kits for both both designs. And in most cases, we try to utilize the factory controls if possible. You know, if they were cable-operated controls, we have a converter that will convert that cable operation to electronic operation. All of our systems are electronically controlled. If the system's one of those vacuum type systems, we've got replacement control panels that kind of mimic the look of the factory control. And we've also got a lot of upgrade, polished aluminum or black anodized. We've got a lot of upgrade choices too. So you can personalize that look while you're adding that to your car. So, but a SureFit system is that. It is a system designed for a specific vehicle and it's a complete system. Heat cool defrost, and it comes with the compressor and compressor bracket, condenser for in front of the radiator, and your hoses and lines you're going to need, and the inside heat cool defrost evaporator or the air handler case. And then, again, controls conversion or controls and louvers, perhaps. And, again, whatever you need, basically, to, to get your that system in your car. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's wild to see these systems because... So many of our cars, especially from that era, they had those louvered vents, right? You would turn and those little louvers would always break or snap off. Um, you know, people probably hung roach clips on them or garter belts <laughs> or, you know, little tree, you know, uh, air fresheners uh, breaking every single one of them. It, it was wild because you used to always see that nonsense. Most of them got tore up, beat up and all that stuff. So you actually have these replacement vents. You have this. You know, the the way that it looks is so cool because it looks identical. If it's a 70 Charger, it looks like, you know, they have those special knobs. They have uh, special levers. Everything that they use, even down to the feel of it, you know, in that old mechanical kind of dunk, 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 dunk. You, you kind of feel every part of that. And it's really cool, the integration. I think that's what really set you guys so far above every other player in the game uh, because y- you truly – Man, you make it look so era and car and application uh, specific. It's uh, it's wild to look at at it being something other than factory. We try to respect that original look, you know, while also having options available to where you can change that original look if you want, you know. So, yeah, we try to we do try to mimic that factory look where it's possible. And we've got some louvers that are very similar to what the factory used. And again, if it's something that you're in the process of resto modding your car and you want to upgrade it. And we've got opportunities to do that, too. We've got some louvers that look different. You went through that with your charger. Yeah, yeah, man. What about the circular crazy louvers that spun 360? Do you have those fancy little doodads and the Trans Ams? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. You know, there was some really cool-looking stuff then when you look back to the 60s and 70s. And, uh, again, we try to to integrate that wherever we can. So what about the customer that has a vehicle that did not come with AC? Right. So none of those registers and stuff are there. What do you have for those folks? In, in a lot of cases, we have several different choices. The, the standard kit will, in, in most cases, include an under dash louver package. So if you don't want to cut into the original dash, you don't have to. In some cases, you know, the more popular vehicles, the Chevelles, the Mustangs, the Camaros, a, a lot of cases like that, the factory air louvers and in dash vents are available in a reproduction. So you can integrate them into your dash if you want to if you want to duplicate that factory air look or again you if you don't want to cut into the dash and you just want to put the louvers under the dash we we've, we've got that option available too so you know that, that's one of the great things is you have you have several different options to to make the car look the way you want it to look and go with the interior theme that you have if you've got an original type interior theme 
You know, it's one thing if you're updating the interior with a different type of look, then we've got some parts available that'll help you do that. All right. So I got one for you. So my wakeboard boat, it's got, you know, a little heater vent, you know, cause you're mm-hmm. ideally wakeboarding as soon as you got, you know, ice off the water and just before it freezes over. So, and you're freezing when you get out, it's got a vent and you can pull it right out of, with a hose and stuff it in your wetsuit. Do you have that option? You know, um, we have had guys do that. We actually make a heater defroster for a, or a heater kit for a, that, that people use in a lot of their roadsters. And it's, it's set up to be a heater defroster where you have a, a dump on the bottom for heat and then you have two two-inch outlets that you can hook up to defrost vents. You can also put a hose in that outlet if you want and run it up right inside your shirt, just like you do on your wet, on your wet suit, you know. <laughs> and if you're driving that roadster in the wintertime and you're trying to get a little warm air up in there, you can do that too. And actually, I remember years ago, we went to an event in Aspen, Colorado. A Miracruise went up to Aspen, Colorado, and a friend of mine had a 41 Merc and convertible, didn't have a top for it. And he actually took one of the vent hoses for the AC and unhooked it from his louver and stuffed it up his shirt. So he was putting the AC up his shirt going down the That's road. That's hilarious, man. Or in the winter, if you caught it, it'd be the heater hose in your pants and people would look at it really different. <laughs> uh, look, either way, though, it's really cool to see the the answers and the solutions to so many people's problems because if you don't have AC, taking your car out truly is a problem. It, it's a headache. It becomes uncomfortable really fast, especially in anything remotely close to traffic. And, you know, it really just blows up a cruise night. You get out of the car, your shirt stuck to your back. You just, you got a big old wet stain. It's just, ugh. And you really make getting in these older cars cool again. And, man, what a refreshing. There's got to be so many people put so many miles on their car because of, you and your team. Well, you know, the other thing people don't realize or think about in many cases when you're putting AC in the car, just having that ability to have your windows up when you're going down the road, man, just count the 18 wheelers on the road anymore. And, and man, drive one about, drive one by one of those with your windows down. The noise, the air coming in, the bugs, all the humidity, the cold air is, is a big part of it. But man, when you can actually hear each other talk or listen to a podcast or listen to some music, that's a big part of comfort in your vehicle, not just the cool air, but just having that that quieter environment. Hey, some husbands out there right now are getting rid of their vintage AC system. Some of their some of their husbands right now are taking it out of their car because they don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. That's too much. Yeah, too much. Uh, too much talking. Too much. <laughs> you can always do it here, Well, even you know when you start thinking about um, you know hot rods as kind of dailies or long trips, you know you're on your hands free phone. Yep. Right. Same kind of thing. Uh, you know, you can have your your whatever your work meeting on the way in with right. your cool hot rod uh, just because you can roll the windows up. Right. And, you know, more guys are doing that. I mean, my daily driver right now, I've, I've got an 87 Monte Carlo Aero Coupe. That's what I drive every day. And I've got oh, a- an Aero Coupe. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. You had us the 87 Monte Carlo. You flipped the script when you said Aero, Aero Coupe. Coupe. The goofy window. They ran out of rear windows, so they started putting front windshields <laughs> on the back of Monte exactly. Carlos. Exactly. It's, <laughs> the Aero Coupe is wild. It's so like, what were they thinking? You got one of those, huh? Those uh, those production numbers are low, man. Yeah, they made about a little over 6,000 of them in 87. I had one back when they first came out, put almost 300,000 miles on it, and always liked that car. And, you know, Kevin, you were talking about your old Camaro earlier, your third gen, how, how cheaply you sold it. It was the same way with that Aero Coupe. I sold it for next to nothing back in the early 2000s. 
And man, I always kind of missed that car. You know, it was one I really enjoyed driving. And a couple of years ago, I went looking for another one and, and finally found just a, a fairly low mileage original car. And man, they're stupid money. The G bodies anymore, like yeah. the third gen Camaros. Oh. I mean, the prices have gone crazy. It's absurd. Hey, I was at an auction just just literally three days ago. And I couldn't believe it. A third gen Camaro. It had a decent number of miles, somewhere in the sixty thousand range. It was immaculate. I'll give the guy credit. It had the IROC covers and all the you know flossy glossy came with it. it. Had every brochure on it, the the build sheet, the original sticker, window sticker. He had everything on this car. Uh, the only thing it was missing was a satin jacket that said Camaro. <laughs> um, but that thing went for like. Twenty six, twenty seven thousand dollars. I couldn't believe it. I, I was stunned. Who would have thought that just a few years ago? I think you're going to see a lot of those era cars just keep yeah. skyrocketing. Yeah. You know, and it's all about. I think it's all about nostalgia for that. You know, if that's what you grew up with, that was cool. You would like that Aero Coupe with me, man. That was that was a cool car when I was growing up. And it's funny, like I said, I drive that car every day. And I, I can drive my old 39 Ford and you stop at the store or something like that. And people just kind of ignore it. I'll stop and put gas in that darn Aero Coupe or stop at the grocery store. And if, oh man, I haven't seen one of those in a while. It's just cool. Yep. It brings it back. It brings it back. Let's take a quick break. Willie, take us out, man. On the other side, let's, let's talk about what's new at Vintage Air. You guys never stop development. Yeah, we talk about that third gen Camaro, man. I'm sure they're making, and there's a big demand for these full systems and more. We'll get into that. Muscle cars, your AC, your cool points await. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We'll see you on the other side of the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up, man. We have our boy Rick Love. It is vintage air, you guys. Got to get on this website. Got to check this out because... So, yeah, we've been talking a lot of AC stuff, but wait till we get into what they're doing to simplify so many of these resto mods, so many of these cool car builds, and really put the, man, you talk about the the little something extra in your car build. We'll get into that in just a second, but let's get back to these AC systems that you're making. I imagine with the demand now, more than ever, probably Fox Body Mustangs, which are wild, Gen 3 Camaros, crazy, some of these G-Bodies. And I'm 100% certain you're probably exploding in the truck world from the 80s as well, right? Yeah, the trucks have been hot for a long time. You know, 67 to 72s were hot years ago. Mm-hmm. They were really popular. And and then guys moved into the square bodies and, you know, the 73 to 87s. And they they got to the point. And now recently, the, the most recent kit we just released last week is we've done a new system now, a SureFit system. For the 88 to 94 OBS trucks. So yeah, that's our yep. newest release. And those yeah. things are hot right now. We just had a build uh, on this last season. A uh, big yellow one. Yeah. LS swapped and yeah. But you know, they're great looking trucks. They really are. They're great looking trucks. They're a good size. I mean, you look at a new pickup today, how huge a new just a half ton pickup is. And man, that old, that old body style pickup is just a really good size. They got a great look to them and Man, they they easy LS swap like you did in it and everything. I mean, yeah, they're they're. I see all the brake kits available and suspension kits for them and everything now. I mean, those trucks are really hot. Yeah, I was gonna say the aftermarket's just jumping on it, yeah. and so you've got all the replacement parts, interior panel parts, you name it, plus the upgrades that you can do to make them way better than they were from the factory. Yeah, 
Hey, it's good, man, because I had a 1992, one of the Z71s, yep. and it was straight ratchet trash. I live out of Colorado, and it couldn't climb up the top of them Rockies with, without just panning and having his tongue hanging out. I was like, wow, they look cool, but they're so underpowered in altitude. So I'm glad they're coming back, but my God, um, that truck performance-wise was a uh, taking off like a turtle and peanut butter it was awful um but uh, again w when you're looking at these you know these crazy applications that i've said exploded um what else are you doing these sure fit kits with um i'm sure you know like we mentioned all the old k5 blazers probably pretty hot right yep. now uh got some of those those square bodies um what else is kind of big from the 80s world that you might not think about oh we just talked about the g bodies you know we've got a kit a bolt-in system for the g bodies for the monte carlos and and for the regals and the cutlasses and the grand nationals and that's that's been a good that kit has really taken off and those we just released several weeks ago, released the new 82 to 92 Camaros, the third gen Camaro kit. So we've got a bolt in sure fit kit for the third gen Camaro. Wow. It's an all new control panel. Frees up a lot of space under the hood where that huge evaporator used to sit. Everything's inside the vehicle now. So you got a lot more room for engine swaps. And again, makes makes a big difference when you're when you're upgrading these cars. Now you've got an electronically controlled system more efficient than the factory systems were, a whole lot lighter than the factory systems were, and a, a lot more performance out of them. So for most, um, for most car owners, uh, how difficult is it to install most of these systems? Uh, are they capable of, now clearly when you got to do the charging and everything else, uh, you know, take it into your shop, but as far as, you know, kind of bolting in the condenser, running the lines, all that stuff, uh, what do you find for most of your customers? You know, their their systems are designed to be put in by a do-it-yourself guy, and they the, there's no fabrication. Our brackets make it a bolt-in bolt-in hole. The whole system's a bolt-in, and we put all of our instruction manuals online. We've also got videos. We're doing videos of our newest systems as well, and. Some of the newer cars are a little more difficult. I mean, you know, put a heater core on a Camaro, you got to pull the entire instrument panel and dash out of the car to do it. Same way to put our system in. You basically have to pull the, the dash out of the car to do it. But again, it's all nuts and bolts and it's all for the guy that's building his own car. Again, it's a bolt-in system. There's no fabrication involved. It's just disassembly and reassembly. And our instruction manuals are really detailed. And we always encourage guys, hey, all our instructions are online. Take a look at it. Take a look at the job. Take a look at the videos that we've done. And you can kind of make the decision that that's something you want to tackle in your shop or whether you want to go to, to a more, you know, guy that's got a little more experience. Yeah, man, it's it's great resource. And there's a lot of questions already answered there waiting for you guys to check mm -hmm. out. Um, look, we'd be derelict in our duty if we didn't ask you about these cool systems um, that you created that really finish off somebody's build. And it's, um, I can't remember, just the last, it's so funny, man, because we were bringing this up in the last shoot, Kevin and I were at lunch talking to one of the guys um, there on the set. And we were like, man, have you seen what Vintage Air is building? No, no. Hold on. When it comes to the whole front Fiat system, you, this is what you got to see. And I'm like, look at this. Oh, we were yeah, bringing up our front phones. runner. Yeah. And we were like, look at the systems they have to finish off your build and tie it all together. You guys have really knocked it out of the park with these things, man. And they are unbelievable. So tell us, you know, a little bit about these. Well, our front drive systems, we were we were basically the pioneer on the 
aftermarket front accessory drive systems. And our front runner was the first one. And we started with a small block Chevrolet, you know, that was the most popular at the time in the early 2000s, moved into the big block. And, and now we've got coverage for Coyote or small block Ford and also the LS and LT. And we've got several different complete front drive systems where it has a compressor and a 170 amp alternator and water pump and pulleys and basically everything you need for the front of the engine. So it is, it's a great looking system and very functional. I mean, serpentine belt, spring tension serpentine belt on there like the OEMs do. So not only is, is it a great looking system, it's a very functional system and very robust and, and stands up to hard performance. And it modernizes the entire front. And that's normally, if you're looking at problems, issues, especially on things like a power tour, just get, you uh-huh. know, going back and forth cruising, it's normally up in there, right? Because maybe you have something just a little bit off or a little, a little wearing odd or, you know, um, some wiring that doesn't, you know, fit behind this piece that rubs a little wrong or whatever. You've really made it super clean and really easy to address what normally is big problems and hurdles to get lined up, paired up, matched up and working functionally right right you know it's 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 amazing the headaches you've removed that's the whole goal is to try to make it easy and make it look good at the same time well we all know the old uh the old bracketry that comes with a lot of the older engines right i mean you're scouring junkyards it's you know floppy flimsy right (laughs) doesn't have the best alignment to it you got all these belts you're trying to adjust separately and if you try to add a component like an ac compressor uh, especially a modern ac compressor you know from the old school ones uh, try to get all that stuff to to fit in a line and work properly and not look like crap you know so you guys cleaned it all up tucked it all up uh like willie said it's all modernized i mean it is the system to kind of benchmark and check out for for so many applications now right you said you had small block ls uh, you had other ones too uh the ford ones LT and small block Ford. And, 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 you know, a big part of it, too, is the performance aspect of it. The more electronic components we add to vehicles now, you start to add fuel injection and, mm-hmm. you know, electric fans and things. You know, a V-belt alternator that you're going to get maybe 120 amps out of before they start slipping on a V-belt, you've, you've darn near got to have a serpentine belt, a multi-groove belt and have good wrap on it to get that kind of performance out of an alternator. Our front runner is the standard alternator, 170 amps, gives you 140 at idle. And we have options available. You can go up to a 320 amp wow. alternator with wow. a single alternator. Yeah. And, you know, with, with again, with the, with the performance requirements that you have with all these electrical components that we're adding to our cars now, the modern brushless fan and electric fuel pumps and again the fuel injection and, and a good stereo you got to have the power available to run all of those yeah man it's insane and, and the difference it makes the impact it has night and day and again it's just something that you guys will work with people sort of help them on the build and or working through some problems this is where you guys really shine and go that extra mile but man does it wrap up a build like you wouldn't believe well, it's great because our people here are hot rodders. I mean, we've got hot rodders that are on the phones, and this is what they do, what they like to do, and they enjoy talking people through their products, through their projects. I mean, that's a big part of what we do. Yeah, I've been working with these guys for 20-plus years. I mean, I think the first uh, overhaul and build, uh, I think, had vintage air in it. It had the front runner system on it. I don't know how many different vehicles we put these uh, systems in. And even my uh, BMW, I've got a first-gen uh, E30 M3 with an LS swap in it. You know, I needed a smaller compressor for packaging. Yep. Call up Rick, what can I use? 
right? The condenser upsized it, you know, changed it from, you know, the old uh, refrigerant to the new refrigerant. What do I need to, you know, replace and swap out? And, you know, I've got a kick ass uh, ice cold system and a complete, you know, build your own type of situation. So you don't have to be uh, scared, right? These, these pieces and parts kind of all bolt together. You just kind of run the plumbing from one to the next. And man, you, you reel it into your shop and they fill it up and you're, you're riding cool. Serving cool points, baby, from both sides. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, that's right. So, Rick, man, uh, when people are thinking about systems, where do they start? Is it easiest just to call you guys and kind of start the process with you guys and what they might need or what they can get? And a lot of people, when these modern drivetrains are going into some of these older cars, are they able to harvest some of the parts or components from an old builder recommend going with a system that all works and is tested true together. What, what's kind of the best route to take? We always want to, if you're putting AC on a car, you always want to go with a new compressor. You know, some factory compressors will work, like some of the Mopar compressors are a fixed displacement compressor, and they'll be compatible with our systems. But you want to go with a new compressor. And that's where our guys that can talk you through this always help. And you might have a local dealer that lo- does a lot of integer air installations. You know, that's another guy to talk to. We've got great a great distribution network nationwide. But hey, our guys are always available to give advice and talk you through what parts you're going to need. And when we talked about SureFit kits earlier, any of those parts and pieces are available separately as well. So if you want to start off with with a certain component, all that's available separately. What's the system cost, man? What are most SureFits? What's a base entry level sort of price to get into it and some of the lower tier kits and some of the bigger, more fancier setups? What, What are we talking about? Complete system, you're in the $2,100 range for, for a complete system so worth basic it. components, and then you can kind of go from there. But that's one of our new five systems and everything. And that's, it's, and that's basically condenser, compressor, compressor bracket, your hoses, and your inside heat cool defrost system with the controls conversion and all of that. That's basically, you know, the complete system. Yeah, man, sweet. Yeah, that's a great deal to keep the uh, the family unit together, you know, to keep the, <laughs> exactly. the the better half happy, you know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, man. Man. Hey, and I got a question, man, for us guys. So I'm building this old school retro hot rod, a 60 Bel Air, right? Um, it's mm-hmm. got an old school big block in it, big 572 dart, you know, set up and I'm doing fuel injection, a Trimic six speed with a little bit of suspension brakes on it. But it's going to be my family hop in old school hot rod. I got that sort of patina where it looks kind of, you know, it's a 20 footer. It's a, a little rough from the outside, but when you get in it and underneath it, everything's perfect on it. So something like that, I, you know, I, I'm going to use you guys. Um, what's a kit that, you know, I believe this car, again, it's kind of rough on the outside, but the interior underneath the hood, underneath the car is going to be sweet. Definitely got to have vintage air. What am I looking at for the host system? Only you know, old school big block Chevys, you know, that we used to see from days gone by. Uh, there's still a few of us out there. What, what about us guys? Well, like you said, we got multiple options. Depending on what you want to do, we've got a bolt-in SureFit kit for the inside of the 60 Chevrolet that hooks up to your factory control nice. panel. Or, you know, hey, if you want to keep that original old look and put an underdash, your old knee knocker underdash in there to go with that, we've got one from the 60s, the Mark IV, that's made from tooling from the 60s That's that's a complete basically reproduction of that underdash Mark IV. So you've got some options there. Engine options, the same thing. Everything from a front runner right down to an individual compressor and alternator bracket. Under your Surefire kit, you got a kit that says keep mama happy kit. 
because that's the one I got to order. Any of those that'll do that will keep mom in head. Um, all right, where do people find you on social media, boss? How do people keep up with what you guys are doing? Some of these cool projects, any info you guys have coming out and some of the new SKUs? You know, on good old World Wide Web, it's vintageair.com, and we are on Instagram and Facebook as everyone else is, and just take a look for us. And you're still old school on the phone like some of us old guys are, man. It's 800-862-6658, and we're ready, willing, and able to have a good conversation. Yeah, man. These guys are fantastic. Uh, and so is this awesome show called Two Guys Garage. Aaron Weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. It's also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is a streaming format. Great way to find us. Thanks to Mr. Rick Love, Vintage Air, vintageair.com. We love this guy, man. He is epic. You see him at all the shows. He truly lives uh, lives for this lifestyle, for this hobby, uh, and just is out there just crushing it for all of us. Um, my man, Scoop, our producer, uh, he is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B, executive producer, Bob Ecker. All right, and don't forget to check out our website, too, twoguysgarage.com. We're on that www. And share your thoughts with us. We're on the social, too, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. And the Two Guys Garage podcast, it's a copyright. 2023, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Rick, what's your favorite hot rod, man? Man, probably my 39 Ford I've had for darn near 40 years now. So Nice. Wow. Yeah, got close to 200,000 miles on it all the way around. So Yeah. Oh. Do you get it out much still? Yeah, still do. I mean, I still drive. I, I actually had it down for about four years rebuilding it. I had over 180,000 miles on it from 84 to about 2014. And uh, finally, the lacquer paint was falling off and the motor kind of gave up on the way back from Los Angeles from the Roadster show. And uh, I figured it'd be a year project, but it ended up being about four years to completely go through the whole thing. But That's, that's a scale. Yeah. That's about right. About four times, whatever you think. He's doing it right. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, you know, it's right. just the time effort and everything else. But we tried to make it look just like it did when I first got it done. And it t- turned out really good, man. It's just, it's a cool car. I, I enjoy it. I, I drive it to work pretty often. And, and uh, the road tours we go on, that's usually what I take on the road tours. Yeah, when you can take your hot rod into work, you know, when you can take it through that commute, whatever that commute is, uh, you know, that's saying something. Yeah. Right. We're getting more traffic like y'all, you know, same thing. Mm -hmm. And that crazy Monte Carlo thing. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to need an LS swap one of these days. That 305, I had forgotten how how weak those 305s are. Yes. Yeah, man. Well, hey, always a pleasure having you on, man. You take care, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate your help and support. Anything we can do to help anytime, let us know. Right on. Thank you, Rick. All right, guys. Hope you learned something at least about how to stay cool. We'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.